Welcome to Machine Learning. I am going to talk about projected energy consumption trends from 2005 to 2030. World energy consumption is projected to expand 50% from 2005 to 2030. Okay, what I interpret that to mean is 50% means that if I'm using um, $150 a month in electricity, then I would use another $75 a month more in electricity by 2030. So I would increase my consumption of electricity by 50%. Now, does that mean that every consumer is going to increase their consumption of, of electricity by 50%? I don't know. Um, the way I would interpret this to mean is that the world is using more electricity. So if you look at the total number of quads, that which would be quadrillion watts, um, it would mean that uh, the world is going to increase its usage of electricity by quadrillion watts by 50%. So that means that more, uh, more applications, more vehicles are going to uh, run on electricity. Well, we can see that trend right now with electric vehicles and... Um, and then more computers and electronic devices and things that have chips. And we also know that IoT is coming in big. So the $17 trillion business and AI and IoT and uh, electric vehicles and maybe even electric planes and buses and, and semis uh, will start using more electricity. So the trend is for more electricity consumption. World energy consumption is expected to increase strongly as a result, a result of robust economic growth and expanding populations in the world. Okay, so, and that electricity is not defined as grid electricity, so it could also mean solar renewable electricities, nuclear, new nuclear power plants in uh, China coming online, thorium reactors, low energy nuclear reactors, distributed systems, uh, natural gas fuel cell. Uh, systems that are going to be augmenting uh, power grids and helping with uh, balancing peak load. Wind, solar, water, um, natural gas, energy to electricity is also going to be expanding. OECD countries are more advanced energy consumers. China and India are the fastest growing non-OECD economies. Well, in Europe, the war in Europe is creating a lot of disruptions. And uh, we talked about how liquid natural gas out of the United States is increasing uh, exports to Europe to augment the energy demands that uh, the, uh, Western Europe is going to need this winter as uh, fighting continues to, to expand in the Ukraine. And uh, if Russia continues to push further into Poland or even up into uh, uh, some of the other of the countries in European, Western Europe, it could have further disruption on the energy supply. So therefore, uh, the import of liquid natural gas should increase. 2005 to 2030, 60% consumption increase is projected for the Middle East, Africa, Central and South Africa, America. Okay, so what does that mean? Uh, it means that the Middle East, 
is you're going to be using more electricity. Africa by itself is such a huge continent. You could put the United States, you could put China, India, uh, parts of Russia in, in fit within the continent of Africa. That's how big it is. And so it's uh, going to be using more electricity for industrial reasons and to improve quality of life. Central and South America, they're expecting to use more electricity and in Europe and Russia. 36% is expected for Europe and Russia. So the big increase in electricity is going to be in Europe and Russia. Now, as I stated previously, if, uh, if uh, oil and natural gas gets disrupted coming across from Russia into Europe, then electric production is going to be disrupted. So Europe will need to move to either renewables, which uh, have proved to be very cost ineffective in the past, or they will need to move to nuclear, which will take decades to put into place. So the only viable option is liquid natural gas to electricity. World energy use by fuel type according to rank. Liquids, coal, natural gas, renewables, and nuclear. Okay, and so liquids and coal, coal and natural gas, uh, there's a lot of environmental pressure to re reduce consumption of those. So the other option, which we don't see here, would be hydrogen. Uh, so we could take seawater to hydrogen through a catalyst and an electrochemical process and produce hydrogen, use the hydrogen through fuel cell stacks to produce electricity. Now, the question is, is how fast could you build those facilities? Again, those are decades in the making. Uh, could you put a mobile fuel cell um, pl power plants in place? Yes, but would they be capable of producing the electricity you need in terms of quad quadrillion watts? No. So how do you get quadrillion or watts worth of electricity? Um, the answer may come in small decentralized units where communities are building their, their energy systems using low energy nuclear reactions, where they're fabricating their own power plants and then using the nickel to copper uh, catalyst conversions. They're building their own power plants and uh, scaling the energy production that way. That's the only way you're going to build quadrillion watts that quickly. Uh, just like the same way with the dot-com when uh, telecom was expanding so quickly where you had um, internet providers and you had major hubs and then you had lots of ISPs that were paying for T1 lines that were connecting into those hubs and then using uh, those internet service providers to provide their telecom. Okay, liquid consumption will increase by 1.2% from 2005 to 2030. Uh, so that's very small, almost uh, negligible amounts. Renewable energy and coal are the fastest growing energy sectors, increasing by 2%. Again, that's not uh, noticeably big. Uh, projections show a steady decline in the use of liquid for electricity generation in regions of the world except the Middle East. That'd be liquid natural gas. Natural gas remains the important fuel for electricity generation worldwide.
Why? Because it's so abundant. You can get natural gas from Shell. You can get natural gas from uh, oil dr drilling. And you can get natural gas uh, deposits uh, almost in every region of the world. So natural gas and fuel cell generation of electricity is becoming popular. You could use natural gas to hydrogen converter using uh, solid oxidizing fuel cell and creating a sulfur byproduct. You could also use uh, methane with a catalyst and an electrolysis to create the hydrogen and use that to, to generate uh, electricity through a fuel cell. Or you could just burn it directly and create steam and turn a turbine and uh, generate your electricity that way. Okay, so let's look at the heavy hitters. Coal accounts for 27% of the energy consumption in 2005. China has doubled its coal consumption from 2000 to 2005. Coal consumption is projected to increase 2% per year from 2005 to 30. So if you look at that, that 2% per year for 15 years, no, for 25 years, would be 50%. So the answer is big coal. That's how we're going to get the 50% increase in electricity production production is through big coal. It's not through natural gas. It's not through renewables. It's not through nuclear. It's going to be through big coal. Okay. Net electric generation is projected to total 33 trillion kilowatts in 2030, uh, doubling 2005's total of 17.3 kilo, trillion kilowatt hours. Electricity growth is projected to increase 1.3% per year from 2005 to 2030. Electricity generation for nuclear power increases from 2.6 trillion in 2005 to 3 trillion kilowatt hours in 2015 and 3.8 trillion kilowatts in 2030. Again, see, that's a much smaller percentage growth um, than the projected growth so it's a it's a smaller percentage world consumption is projected to expand from 50 percent from 2005 to 2030.